Now, I've been reading The Incarnation, Birth, and Infancy of Jesus Christ, written by St. Alphonsus Liguori. And he talks in the meditation for today about the significance of God becoming man in the incarnation. Uh, And when he talks about that, especially from the perspective of a little baby, you know, God came and became man starting with a child and how he really did endear himself to us and us to him by that simplicity, that purity of a babe. And then as he goes along through the meditation, he helps us to understand the fullness of what the incarnation meant and the significance for Jesus, who is fully God and fully man. And as we prepare to meet Christ this Christmas, at the second coming, in the Eucharist or in the confessional, or at our death, whenever that may be, there are a few words that stood out to me today that was a reminder to take our sin seriously and actually to be remorseful for our sin. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, we just need to make sure we feel bad, but actually desiring that we can do better, that we can heal from this, that we can, that we could even take it back, that we didn't hurt Christ in the way that we had. Listen to this. He says that Jesus was keenly aware of human sin, quote, from the first moment of his life, end quote. So from the first moment of Christ's life on earth, he was aware of sin and they were actually present in his mind and afflicted him significantly. Had you ever thought about that? Jesus Christ as a little babe was aware of all the sins you and I have committed. This is what was so horrific about the agony in the garden. It came to this culmination. His agony was seeing the sins that you and I had committed and those being placed on his shoulders. So as I look at some of the words of St. Alphonsus about Jesus Christ becoming a little baby and living those years, we're not just talking about him being, um, you know, an adult. We so often think of his public ministry, his public life, those three years as an adult. Well, prior to that, he was a young adult. Prior to that, he was an only child who was caring for his mother when his father wasn't alive any longer. Prior to that, he was a teenager, a little boy a toddler. Do we ever ponder this? So now get this, go all the way back to Jesus Christ being an infant and being aware of yours and my sin from the very beginning. As St. Alphonsus Liguori says, the first moment of his life. St. Alphonsus goes on to say, our Lord revealed to one of his servants that every sin of men gave him, given to him during his life, gave him so much sorrow that it would have sufficed to cause his death. So our sin was so significant that it would literally in and of itself cause him his death just by his awareness of it from the beginning of his life. But then St. Alphonsus goes on to say it would have caused his death if his life had not been preserved in order that he might suffer more. Wow. That's a moment for me to to just pause and think about that for a second. His awareness of our sin afflicted him so greatly he could have died from it prior to even suffering on the cross. But he was preserved from dying so that he could endure more suffering for you and I. And how weak we can be. And going, Lord, we're complaining about the pain we've experienced, a trial we're going through. 
Or we can become scrupulous and make it all about ourselves rather than reunion with God after the sins we've committed. We get so obsessed with what, with what we've done wrong rather than focusing on who has healed us and brought us back to him through reconciliation, through the sacrifice on the cross. Literally, Jesus Christ was preserved from dying so that he could suffer more. So what is our level of remorse for sin? I look at St. Alphonsus Liguori and some of the other saints who have gone before us, and I think they took sin far more seriously than we do today. And again, I mentioned there's a difference between scrupulosity and authentic remorse and acknowledgement of sin. True remorse and acknowledgement leads us to reparation, to repair the damage that has been done to ourselves, to God, and to our community and neighbors, both in the scandal we've caused, but also to the people we may have hurt directly through our sin. This remorse and acknowledgement of our sin should lead us to confession, to be healed and purified and cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. Notice that important emphasis of healing only in Christ. With this healing, with this reconciliation in the confessional, we're reunited to God, we're reunited to ourselves and to the community. But there's still work that needs to be done to heal that brokenness. But in God, if we start with him, if we truly are remorseful, if we go running to confession, we will find joy, peace, hope, and love after confession. Love for ourselves, love for our neighbor, love for God. All of this will be brought back into right order if we only turn to him in reconciliation. And this also prepares us to turn to him in the Eucharist brings up another question. How can you and I be better prepared to receive Christ in the Eucharist? Well, it starts by only receiving him when we are in a state of grace. We don't like to hear that, do we? We don't like to hear that we are denied something that is a gift from God, but we also have to be a gift given back to him to be worthy of receiving that gift. And so how can we be better at having true remorse for our sins and show this through how we receive the Eucharist when we receive it as well? Well, one, only receive the Eucharist in a state of grace, as I just mentioned. Two, work on that daily examination of conscience, at the very least at the end of your day. But in the Ignatian exercises, I learned this recently, they recommend that you do this in the middle of the day as well. So that perhaps there's one particular sin you're struggling with, you evaluate in the middle of the day or even in the morning, what particular situations and people will I be around that will make this very difficult for me? But what can I do to avoid the temptation? Third, we have to have this true apology to God, this honesty before him for the sins we've committed and the hurt we've caused for him. I think that if we thought of Jesus Christ as an infant, Even though he's God, he became man and he chose to. And think that even as an infant, he was aware of our sin. This would make us a little more willing, I think, to say, Lord, I'm sorry. And I wish I was worthy to receive you in the Eucharist. Please come to me. Forgive me my sins. If we are showing true remorse for our sins, that fourth thing I think we can work on is working on the opposing virtue of the sin or vice we're struggling with. And finally, truly avoiding that near occasion of sin. All of this goes hand in hand. 
One, receive the Eucharist in a state of grace. Two, do that daily examination. Three, have a true apology. Be honest. Four, work on the opposing virtue of what you're struggling with. And five, avoid that near occasion of sin. This is part of what makes us truly remorseful and worthy to receive our Lord in the Eucharist when we have confessed and been reunited with him.